Hey guys, welcome to the new Fly List, where we talk about being brown in America. I'm Athir. And I'm Layla. And today we have comedian and friend who just got back from LA performing on Patton Oswalt's show, Patton Oswalt and Friend. She was a friend, Iman Husseini. Hi. Hey, welcome. Thank you. I love that you just said friend like three times. <laughs> Well, she she's our she's friend, friend. And, and she, she was, was on, on Pat and, and Oswald's. Okay, and she's also his friend. And, and she's, she's also a his friend, friend to the universe. It's a friend. It's a friend thing. It's I like it. Well, you're you're Canadian, so friendliness. You're Canadian. I am Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Don't sorry. be jealous. Sorry, sorry back to you. <laughs> I mean, I just wish I would have known this before. <laughs> So as a Canadian, you get to be here for the inaugural segment that uh, we just started called the No Fly List, No, no Fly List. So as you know, the government's No Fly List contains mostly people like us, mm -hmm. right? So a lot of bad people, sure, but also a lot of mistaken identity people. So I thought it would be great to start an inaugural No Fly List, No Fly List. So the people that are actually bad, that the government should actually be watching or people who have died who made things really bad for people. So it's gonna be it's gonna be a mix as we go through this journey together on the rest of the No Fly List podcast of um, current events and things that affect current events and how, how we got to where we are now um, with these bad, bad people. So today's person, <laughs> I'm really excited to see yeah. if you either of you know who this is. His name is Syed Qutub, which I'm sure I butchered no, no, the name, but I don't care. Okay. Do you either of you know who that is? I don't. I don't. Great. Oh, my God. This is going to be so fun, guys. I was going to say we should put, like, probably most Mohammeds living or <laughs> yeah. dead, except for the prophet that could be or horrible people. <laughs> That's probably what's on the government's no-fly list. That, yeah. That's just true. every single person named That's Mohammed. That's too easy, though. Yeah. No, our no-fly list is generally just going to be, like, the Brett Kavanaugh's of the world. But yes. I'm saving mm -hmm. him for a, a, a later time. Because the person that I wanted to start with, Sayed, is what a lot of people call the father of radical Islam. Oh, so he was like Boo. a scholar. <laughs> he was a scholar, um, like around the turn of the century or you know mid-century. And basically, it's believed that he is the one who inspired people like Osama bin Laden, and then a lot and jihadists before Osama bin Laden. Um, like Zawahri and like just mm -hmm. a lot of bad people who planned a lot of bad things and basically led to Al-Qaeda, which led to ISIS, which led to basically everything that's messed up. The reason that I wanted to choose him today, besides the fact that he is the reason that we're here making this podcast because he kind of... Is he the reason you have a job in Guantanamo? He's the reason that... He's the reason for most of my life. Let's okay. Be okay. <laughs> but no, he's the reason for a lot of the Western, Middle Eastern tension, besides like the historic aspects of it and besides traditional Orientalism, this violence that exists between the people. Hmm. But the reason that I thought of him today is because I was just telling our sound producer, Adam, before both of you beautiful ladies walked in, that this week I'm doing hostile environment training for like journalists who report in like conflict zones and things like that and I'm covered in bruises and we have to like drag dead bodies across the floor oh and the God. instructors are both like Israeli like former like soldiers <laughs> oh, no. yeah and they're like so you'll get like real training yeah exactly <laughs> so it's like floor. really valuable now I know how to kill people that look like me um <laughs> but and I'm, I just, the whole time I'm thinking when I'm trying to drag, like, a 150-pound dummy across the floor, like, man. Okay, it, dummies, not actual dead no, people. No, no. Oh, my God. Did you think real I dead? I really panicked. <laughs> you're like, it's Israeli Mossad. It could be. Like, oh, they're just, like, Palestinian exactly. dead so, bodies so that you're dragging. Dummies, Palestinian dead bodies. Same, same thing. thing. Yeah. 
But yeah, so the whole time I'm like hating my life and I'm like, why do we have to do this? Why do people get kidnapped and like killed and stuff? Why you know? do they? <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what? If it wasn't for crazy extremist people that push their agenda on other people, then we wouldn't have these wars and we wouldn't have the stuff. We'd have peace and love and I wouldn't have to be covered in bruises or learn CPR. So here we are. So how come we haven't heard about him before? Why is he not I, more prominent? He, he actually or maybe is. he just was and we're just not aware. He I would say he is for people that are like political nerds. So he's also considered the founder of the Muslim Brotherhood. Mm, so he is a very yeah. prominent figure. So he's like, Egyptian then. He I don't know if he's actually I would think because Brotherhood you would think. Yeah. Let's see where I mean he I thought born. we'd be like up to date with our terrorists. I know list, but I guess There's not too a many. There's too many. I only keep up with uh, I don't know. He's like he's like an OG. He's like he's an intellectual terrorist if you will. So he didn't do any terrorism himself, but he was the person that sort of inspired this like idea calling that calling the shots or, ma- or No, not even not even calling just the shots. Radical. This is the person. And he didn't. E- I wouldn't even say that he intentionally radicalized people, but he is the person whose book all the people who are radicalized read and decided, you know what, I'm going to take what he said, like as an intellectual and a scholar of Islam, and like actually do it. Meaning wow. Muslims that don't, you know, do all the stuff they're supposed to do, I'm going to destroy them because in the Quran it says this. And it's like, that's not true. But like, th- this is the type of things he taught. Right. And I'm going to like target america specifically not just because of political reasons but because their culture is like disgusting and materialistic and Mm. full of lust like he was very offended by things Mm. like hollywood and like like a lot of cultural things that it's like why should you care what like in a cultural sense like why should i care what's going on in like bollywood or japan like i really don't like i care about the political things maybe but I shouldn't care what like what they consider fun or interesting. It would have been really funny if he got like offended by Hollywood for underrepresentation <laughs> of Muslims. <laughs> and not then, enough Muslims. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> nope. He just hated people who he, had fun. Guys, he he's a failed that actor. That's, yeah. what, that's <laughs> what it is. He's just angry. He's a failed actor. That's what's gonna happen to us if we don't get famous just like, soon. Yeah. Just like Hitler was a failed artist. Isn't that like oh my a God, yeah. 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 It's all I I do believe it all Everything, comes back to the male ego. Exactly. Yeah. Everything comes down to masculinity but anyway so that concludes the inaugural episode of the no fly list no fly list and it's gonna get really really long okay (laughs) i can't wait to hear more about these Mm -hmm. no fly don't cross me on the street because you'll get added oh okay oh shit not you i mean the viewer i know okay (laughs) it would be so great if americans like contacted muslims who live here for that sort of thing and we're like we'll give you a list of muslims that should be on there there. (laughs) not us not us but we've got a list a separate list yeah um well i know so you grew up in where in canada did you grow up montreal so i was a palestinian parents born in kuwait um moved to Canada in Montreal, Canada when I was 10 years old and then moved to America like three years ago. Oh, wow. How do you like it? I do like it. I wish, you know, Hillary was president and Mm -hmm. not what's going on now. Um, And I was really like hopeful. I was so excited to move here and we were here for the election. So we were at a bar doing a gig, my wife and I and one of her friends from Canada. Actually, her friend uh, from Canada lived in America and moved to Canada when um, uh, the Bush Bush administration. Oh my God. So she was like, this country, yeah, she's like, this country's a disaster. I'm going to Canada. So she was like the original one saying, I'm moving to Canada, but actually did it. She She actually did it. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, so I, I mean, I love it, but this uh, political situation is such a nightmare, obviously. But as far as career goes, everything's great. Yeah. <laughs> but politically, it's terrible. And your wife is also Canadian? She's Canadian and also a comedian. Ooh. Yeah. Is there any competition between the two of you? I mean, people ask us all the time, and I always say, of course we have competition. We want the other one to make it, so I could be like a housewife. <laughs> I'm That's just like, you succeed. Yeah, I'm happy I just want to sit at like, home. I want to spend the money and go it. on the trips. Exactly. I'll come support you. Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, well, has it been different for you living in America versus, like, can't have you felt, like, any, like, I guess you've only been, you've been here in the worst time, though. Like, yeah. it's hard to compare before. But growing up in Canada as Palestinian or when you lived in Canada, did you feel like any difference or like um, I think everything is a lot more racially charged in America in comparison to Canada yeah you know what I mean we know we don't have like rate like in Canada we'll talk about the weather I feel like in America you're talking race all the time yeah. a white guy will go on stage and talk about being a white guy a black per you know mm -hmm. everybody we did not have that I don't mm -hmm. know if it's the population is a lot less um, than here mm -hmm. you know we're 30 million in comparison to 300 so yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, racially, we, whenever my wife and I go home, we feel relieved. It, fe yeah. like, it, it just feels like, oh my God, it's, things are back to normal. Yeah. It's not, it's not tense. It's not your sexuality. We don't have to wear our sexuality or nationality, nothing, you mm -hmm. know? You can just be. You yeah. could just be a regular I Canadian. I can't even imagine that. Yeah. It's really, it's so different. And that's something that I noticed when we first came here, like five years ago, we did a trial period for six months and Obama was president. And even then I mm -hmm. felt like it was so racially charged. Oh yeah. It's it just, yeah. there's so many things that are unresolved here. Yeah. You know, what happens to black people, especially not acknowledging, you know, slavery for, you know, yeah. they don't want to put down the statues, like mm -hmm. so many things. Um, what do you so. think it is in Canada? I mean, do you think that people are more tolerant or are Canadians really like that nice that they're like, I'll just uh, keep my racism to myself? Yeah, I mean, there's definitely racism for sure. But I think people are a lot more tolerant because they needed immigrants. Yeah, that was a main that, thing. That's a huge difference that's from huge, here exactly. where they're turning people away and exactly. trying to kick people out. Exactly. So um, I do feel like uh, needing immigrants is a big thing. And I come from the province that's the most racially charged, the French one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's um, what I hear. Like my teachers well, yeah. were full on. And imagine now we're like in, in more of a PC culture, which I really appreciate. I'm not saying that in a negative way. Yeah. But my teachers were full on. French Canadian separatists who hated mm -hmm. immigrants wow. and we were all like immigrant kids I mean I remember my gym teacher uh, I mean we still loved him but he would divide up the teams and like immigrants versus French Canadians oh my and would cheer the French Canadians but we all loved him like what? this is something <laughs> that would up. never happen today but back then certain sports girls weren't allowed to play oh. it was just like okay we're playing soccer girls you don't need to you know wow. just sit, sit and chat this sounds kind whatever. of like Palestine <laughs> I know exactly exactly it's so funny the sexism but yeah um so so you really just felt it more racially charged here. That's what big what, time. Like, I'm like I lost my train. Oh, okay. <laughs> so much no, no, I want to no, tell it's you. Okay, <laughs> tell me everything. Tell me. Um, so why did your dad or your parents immigrate to Canada from Kuwait? Uh, so our choices were between Australia and Canada, and I think Canada was much cheaper and just mm -hmm. like generally a better country yeah. um, for education. And of course, he had a sister. You know how oh, we all yeah, like yeah, flock yeah. Yep. to where the family is. That's what happened? Chain migration. Yeah. yeah. So what happened to us? Except 
Alabama, so. Alabama, <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. I loved visiting Canada, especially, like, I, I've done shows in Montreal and Toronto, and I was like, wow, people are just so, they just get it. People are politically aware, not just what's happening in Canada, but what you know, in international affairs. They're very, um, just more politically savvy, and they don't. I don't know, maybe for me growing up in Alabama, we tell someone they're, you're Palestinian and they're like, what is that? That's Did right. you ever get that in Canada or people just know? People usually know. I, really? mean, I feel like whoever doesn't know what Palestinian is, is living under a rock. Like yeah. Palestinian yeah. Jewish stuff is all constantly on the news. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the only news that doesn't become old, sadly, yeah. you know. You're either living under a rock or throwing it. That's yeah. <laughs> and that's my pun segment for the <laughs> There'll be more. I'm going to use that. Don't worry. It's a great pun. Thank you. But <laughs> politically, like moving to, I was so, I was so sad because when I left Canada, we had a conservative in power. Mm-hmm. The prime minister was a conservative and now we have this super hot model. Oh yeah. my God. Progressive model. Stop bragging. So <laughs> I know. So I'm like, I leave, I leave Canada and then this like, I leave Canada and this like amazing liberal guy gets into power, but I'm like, at least we have Obama and Hillary's going to become president. But I feel like conservatives follow me wherever Mm. I go. (laughs) So it's your fault. I feel like it's my fault. Not to be like a major Leo, but I feel like (laughs) my name, whenever like it gets so, like Emmanuel Husseini is approved, they're like, oh my God. The country's being taken over by Muslims. We have to (laughs) elect a right-wing person. Exactly. too much. Um, And where in Palestine uh, is your family from? So my Dad's side of the family originally from Jerusalem, and my mom's side from Yaffa. Oh, and, but why did the I connection think Gaza? is Gaza? So oh, okay. when my grandparents, my father's parents, got married, um, they settled in Gaza, and that's okay. how we became Gazans. Makes sense. Yeah, and you've been there to Palestine, right? I have not Gaza though. Oh yeah, I yeah. think I went when I was a kid back when really? you could actually go. Oh. Yeah, it's been ages though. Yeah, but I, I try to go to. Palestine as much as I can. Yeah. Um, well, you're good. You have like a connection. There. Are you Palestinian mm-hmm. also? Oh, We're cool. cousins. No way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. So cool. Yeah. Um, and you moved here with Jess, I your did. Jewish wife. My <laughs> Jewish wife. I'm the one who got the green card. Just what? everybody. No yes. Way. Everybody thinks it was her. It was what? me. 100% me. Uh, she had to, and it was so funny. That's so great. When I got approved. Funny. Uh, for the green card and we crossed over I literally had to walk in front of her just no. like symbolically they're like you have to cross are you for, serious I swear to god so I had to like I'm like <laughs> I felt like an Arab man I'm like that's right woman <laughs> they follow feet me behind me that's right yeah wait so there's an actual like physical border that you had to walk across yes we went to uh the border of new york i guess i i'm gonna be honest with you i'm picturing like a forest with mounties on one side and then <laughs> like wish. nypd on the other side <laughs> what did it cross over <laughs> no like, was it a building um it was you know have you ever crossed the border like into canada like yeah, yeah like i've driven through like that thing that looks like the toll right exactly yeah, yeah so it's a little building and we just had like there's a like door a and they're like this is exactly yeah but no you know yeah you could get water they treat you humanely but <laughs> oh, so not like a checkpoint no, exactly. <laughs> um but they're like this door is canada and this door is america so i had to like walk oh through my that God. door that is so funny cool. yeah. like a weird game show yeah like what's so behind fun. door number two <laughs> yeah. and Donald you Trump. you got a Artist visa, right? Or a green card? Green card. Full on green what? card. That's how good of a comedian Damn. I am. That the lawyer, when she saw my um, 
my, uh, you know, like all of the credits that I had, she was like, you could apply full on green card. That's amazing. Oh so gosh. I could now quit comedy and do something else if I wanted to. Did you to. just do comedy in Canada so you can become American? Is that <laughs> yeah, that's all like, point. I'm done. I'm you just picked a super easy career just to get right. citizens. Of course. I imagine. <laughs> um, no, comedy, I mean... Comedy in Canada, I wish I still, I love you guys and I love, you know, the comedy scene in New York, but I wish I could still like live in Canada and do mm. this. But I wish I could live in Canada. When I was in Toronto, I was like, if if the scene or the industry were there, I would move there. Exactly. Um, yeah. I loved the city. I thought it was great. The and ceiling is so low though. Because we're yeah. humble, we have no star system. Mm. Yeah. So people like, even... You could walk, you, I could be at the airport with like politicians who have no bodyguards, nothing. Really? It's nuts, yeah. Oh my wow. God. You talk to celebrities, like you'll see them at Tim Hortons or whatever coffee shop. It's like so normal. We really don't, uh, on the English side, have. It's so nice. Yeah. There's, there's not like an egotistical Zero. culture there. Zero, yeah. Yeah, I remember talking to Jess about that. Like the, what was it? The poppy seed, is it, what is it called? The poppy seed bagel? <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing? The flour that they chopped for out. the what is what's the what analogy? Are you talking about? What's the poppies? The flour? Yeah, the sunflowers because they're really or the poppies. It's is really it like they grow tall? It's like a it's a thing where like I don't she think was poppies grow that tall. Out. Call call Jess. <laughs> she was she was giving me the analogy of like in Canada they kind of cut you down to size. Is basically like you shouldn't be trying to be like taller and better than everybody else. Right. It's that kind of mentality. Whereas in the U.S. we're a very capitalist driven society and it's like all about who can climb the ladder and who can climb on top of somebody to get there. Yeah. Um. So it's just I feel like it's a different mentality altogether i know what you're talking about but i can't remember the saying i thought it was a canadian <laughs> thing no she okay. just made it well up. maybe i made it up and i'm an immigrant so maybe it is that's, a canadian thing true. and i don't even know that's now you're like a double immig double immigrant I how does am. that feel i mean good it makes me so proud you're you like know? listen i can get in anywhere exactly <laughs> You can't immigrate. I'm just yeah. worried that like war follows me, you know, yeah. like I'm being Palestinian and then Kuwait, there was a war mm -hmm. and now I'm in America. Oh my God, you're a third, oh. third way immigrant. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You went. Yeah. I was originally born Palestinian. Immigrant. Exactly. You went to Kuwait. Yeah. yeah. My dad lived in Kuwait for a little while too. And then he came to good old Alabama. I don't Alabama. know. What was living in Kuwait like? It was awesome for my family. Yeah. I mean, for my parents, I really think moving to the west ruined my mother's life how yeah. it really depressed her yeah. she had like you know she had her job she had her friends mm -hmm. they had a very amazing social circle and because we were a minority in kuwait my parent and kuwaitis are like very different from yeah. you know Khalijis in, in general are very different from middle eastern arabs so my parents had their like you know they had like a support system and their friends yeah. and parties and yeah. a really amazing life and in kuwait Life is not about, it's not like here where you like just work to live. It's the opposite, yeah. you know, or live to work. Yeah, you work live to, to work. Li yeah. yeah. Or both. Like people here um, don't really value family or like work, not family, like work it's, life balance yeah. is really off. Yeah, because it's like it's a culture of like bragging, kind of like where you said bragging about how high you can get, but also bragging about how exhausted you are and bragging about how, mon how many hours you work this That's week. Right. It's such a strange thing that doesn't like exist i feel like in mm -hmm. in a lot of other maybe in japan it does I don't know. yeah oh, japan is yeah. brutal yeah that's crazy but people like there's high rates of suicide among like businessmen there because pe like you mm -hmm. can only take that for so long for sure yeah. um but uh, yeah like in the middle east or even in europe and i feel like they're they really do value like quality time and mm -hmm. they live their lives a lot better and they than get we more do. vacation days yeah more vacation everything time off. yeah, yeah. It's, uh 
So, of course, for me, it's so much better to live in the West, being gay, being, you know, mm -hmm. open, yeah. liberal, the whole thing. But for my parents, it was like really, I've, I've, you know, my mom is still, I'm convinced, in a depression that she really? never, you know, my father always sort of, he's very liberal and always loved Western mm -hmm. society. And he really didn't want to raise his kids in a place where you're a second class citizen. Like yeah. you're in Kuwait, Palestinian, you're second class. Yeah. You can't buy um, property. You yeah. know, you could never own anything. Right. But it was still like we were second class citizens in luxury. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. It's a lot better than being a first class ci citizen C here. here. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's fine. But for my parents, yeah, yeah, right. you're for, you, you know, can first live better there. Exactly. Their quality of life. So That's what was it. the, the, there's no Palestinian community in Montreal? I mean, there is, but they got, like, by the time we got there and got like settled and, you know, and also like my dad's side of the family is like horrible and, I mean, it was just like a combination of stuff. Do you have a lot of family mom. there now? No. No? As just a Palestinian, our family, you know how it all is. Over spread all, all over the diaspora. So, yeah. yeah. Egypt, Qatar, Germany, you know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, how did, yeah. How did your parents take it when you told them that you were gay? Oh, you my were marrying God. marrying a Jewish woman. They were like, Horrible. Tell me, which, which did you break to them first? So, coming out as a comedian yeah, was the I first was thing. <laughs> That's probably that the thing horrible. they hated the most. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Um, what can I tell you? I mean, since I was young, I really, um, I felt the injustice mm -hmm. around, especially our culture, you yeah. know how it is. We're like blatantly sexist uh, mm -hmm. and homophobic, homophobic yeah. and racist. And I just remember like, as soon as I was able to start thinking to myself, being like, this is horrible and it's unapologetic. So I yeah. couldn't believe. So I always had that sense of like, um, injustice, or, yeah. injustice that had, had to get fixed. And I feel like my dad, and I get it from my father, so I thought he was like a very liberal, open-minded person that would be like, yeah, you're 100% right. Right. But when I came out, and I was just like, you guys know. Right. You know? And I made it so obvious that I was with Jess for like a few years. Really? And the whole really? Thing. I did. Before I tried my best. actually came out. So I really struggled. The first year her and I hooked up was a really big struggle for me because I hadn't even been in love before. I wow. was very like... Uh, no relationships, just a wild girl. Had you dated guys or girls? She was the first girl you dated, Girl, right? yeah, but first had you girl. Dated guys? Really? I dated guys, but I never had a serious relationship. Yeah. I got into comedy. I was like, you could not be in a relationship when yeah. you're in comedy. Mm -hmm. It ruins everything. And I really wanted to, like, um, be good at it and whatever. And I was just wild. I had, like, my friends and my family, and I didn't really care. So I would just, like, fool around and party. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so finally, when we hooked up, the first year was brutal uh, because I was like, I can't, you know, yeah. she can't be the first person I fall right. in love with. Like, this is so insane. Yeah. And I thought it would just be a fling and I'll get it out of my system. But obviously it wasn't. So the first year was like a struggle. And I'm like, what am I going to tell my parents? They're already so depressed that I dropped out of university to do comedy. Now I'm going to marry this woman. And right. anyway, um, so it took me a while to come out to them. But in in so let's say like three years dating, mm -hmm. uh, I wanted to start telling them. So I introduced her as a friend, but I tried to make it like really obvious, mm -hmm. like super like affectionate. But you know, you know, if there are anything like my parents, my parents are super oblivious. Yeah. Even if I were like, this is a friend, they believe it. Yeah. They yeah. would never. But my, my parents are very conservative. And there's also so. like, I feel like in the Middle East and even in places like India where homophobia is so deeply ingrained that it's like people don't even consider like the gay factor right. like men walk down the street holding hands because the idea of being gay is so absurd that it doesn't but even in, cross in their the mind they all hold they all, on and they all fuck yeah <laughs> and they all fuck in Saudi Arabia any places they that are do. segregated I mean it's I don't know like how much prison. 
But that's it. I don't know how much of it is actually homosexuality or just like prison kind yeah. of a prison situation. It, yeah. It's definitely a combination of I both. I think so. But, yeah. And it's kind of funny. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're like, yeah, men will hold like mm-hmm. pinky fingers mm-hmm. and walk down the yeah, street yeah. Right. and like full on kiss and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, they're the most homophobic, of yeah. course. Well, so when you told them that she was more than a friend, what was I mean, their, how did they, you even like, how did you freak word out? it? I so, wouldn't even know where to get. I was scared to tell my parents that I was with a pal dating a guy. guy. Yeah. Did you, like, how did I tell them? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I went to a wedding. Uh, a good Palestinian friend of mine married a Swiss guy and they had their wedding in Montreal. So after the wedding, I was like, okay, I'm going to tell my parents. It was getting really serious with Jess and I and we were moving to New York and, you know, so um, I went to their house and my sister and my brother ran away from home like to leave us the house because oh, they, they knew, knew? That, oh I, that I was going to tell them. Had you told them, them a, like a lot yeah, earlier? Yeah, I okay. told them like at least a year. Oh, okay. It was just the first year I was really closeted yeah. and I was trying to like sort things out Yeah, because you don't want to come, if you don't even know what your own feelings are, you well, don't want to come out and tell everybody. I really did not think... I mean, I guess that's what a lesbian is all about. Like, you yeah. think that you're having a fling, but you're, like, in love and ready yeah. to, like, move in. Anyway, um, so they left the house. So I came I came home, and I was telling them about the wedding, and I was just, like, so excited that it was an interfaith wedding, and yeah. my friend is really not religious. I'm like, you know, it's good to, like, mix it yeah. up. And, <laughs> and my parents are, like, so cool that way. Really? You okay. know, they always that's thought cool. that I – they knew that I wouldn't marry like an Arab. Yeah. Um, just because I was so turned off by that mentality. Yeah. I mean, unless the guy was like super open minded, yeah. otherwise, yeah. forget it. Which I feel like there are so many more Arab women like that, but much fewer Arab men That's like that. That's right. Did you guys watch the. Um, I might have told you, you about told this movie, the Palestinian movie. The In Did I tell you? In Between? Is you told. In betweeners, you told me to watch it. I haven't yet. Amazing! Please oh, yeah. watch it. I'll but watch that's it. like the perfect indication of how like women are always so progressive yeah. and yeah. the men are horrible. But it suits the men because they're yeah. like superior and it. Yeah. Like, why yeah. would they give up that exactly. control? Yeah, exactly. they're like, this there's is no great. need to be. Where they're like, like, wait a minute, this how is like these up. girls hook up with these these guys who are like, I'm so open minded. I was like in New York. I mm-hmm. studied abroad, right. so I'm like so cool. But then when it gets serious, yeah. they're just like, why are you smoking cigarettes? And she's yeah, like, excuse me, yeah. Anyway, um, so my parents knew that I wasn't probably going to marry a Muslim. Um, anyway, so I'm telling them about the wedding, and it was so great, and, like, no religious ceremony, and I love it, and I, I'm not a fan of religion at all, so I'm like, it's so great. And um, and they're like, so did you meet, a, did you meet someone? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, well, why would I meet someone? I'm with somebody. Oh. And their face... Like just lit up. They were oh. so excited. So they're they like, didn't who? know who. Yeah. Yeah. So they're like, who? And I'm like, well, you know who I'm with. I'm with Jess. And my mom immediately starts crying. My father oh gets my up God. and he's just like shaking his head. He's like, this is, but it's not right. This is not right. This mm. is not right. Why don't? No. I mean, you're both pretty girls. And it always goes back to oh, that. Like, oh, yeah. Both, I have a joke about that. My mom's like, but they're so attractive. How come they're gay? Yeah. About guys. I'm like, no, that's not the point. Anything. It's like, it's not like you can't get a guy. That's oh, my it. God. So I'm like, but that's not the point. We're like really in love. And he's like trying to like find a solution. So he's like, maybe you guys could like marry brothers or something. <laughs> oh so God. you could stay close. <laughs> oh. It was brutal. Anyway, they were like a disaster. And I think... Arabs, as Arabs are, they're more of a disaster because they're worried about what people are going to say more than than what they they actually actually feel. Yes. Because they love jazz. I mean, every time we go out, and we still go out, they never disowned me. They never honored, you know, no honor killing. (laughs) You're still still alive. You didn't get stoned to death. That's That's it. So 
the door was open, okay. always open to their house. They never, but they didn't want to come to the wedding because yeah. they can't publicly show that they're okay with it. Yeah. Privately, they're so sweet, yeah. but publicly, they Still, can't. They can't. Yeah, so, I mean, no. I we just celebrated September 11th, their 40th wedding anniversary. Oh, we all went out. <laughs> what a dinner. coincidence! I know. Um, so they're like great in person. They're actually like nicer to her than her parents that are on board and threw us the wedding. Mm. My parents are much really? sweeter than her wow. parents. You know, it comes back maybe that Arab hospitality is like this is still a guest. This exactly. is still with, like they can't be openly like rude or rude anything. or anything. Yeah, yeah, they have to be hospitable. So have they come around more now, or do they just not acknowledge it? They're just kind of like, this is just what it is. I mean, if you guys see us together and how, like, they constantly talk to her as if I don't even exist, <laughs> I'm just like, she's like, how are your parents not on board? Right. They're so nice to me. They're yeah. so, she keeps like, Because it's not bored. her. It's their, it's that idea That's that they it. can't wrap their head around. It's not the person. Yeah. I, that type of, um, I don't even know what you would call it, but that sort of, like, double... On, I don't like cognitive d- dissonance. Maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. That. that gives me such anxiety. It makes me think about like, um, like if you've ever been in a relationship and you think things are going really great, and then the person breaks up with you, and yeah, you're like, why? Exactly. And they're like, oh, I just want something. Like things are great. Like we're we're right. so good together. But I have to marry someone like this. So bye. Yeah. Like stuff like that. Um, and it, I just like I can't I can't fathom it. Where they're like, yeah, we love her, but we still can't approve of it. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the only other time that they really freak out. So that was a major meltdown. And they, they didn't. We all went out for lunch afterwards. And Jess is like, oh, my God, they're coming to the wedding. They're so sweet. Yeah. Like, like, did they? They never so did. Of course they not. Yeah. No congratulations. No gift. Ugh, no yeah. nothing. You know, yeah. not that we want a gift. We just wanted them to, to be acknowledge there. it yeah, and be there. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like didn't want them to be there because I felt like if they were pushed to come, they would have to like sit miserably in the corner yeah. for yeah. everybody to you see that they're that. not. It's your celebration. Exactly. It's your day. You want the but people who are really ho- happy. Yeah, yeah but, but it's I would hard still not say your them. parents are probably a lot more open-minded to get way better than yeah. a lot of other parents. They are. No, yeah. my parents are really. Honestly, my parents are really good. My father is like upbringing was very westernized because my grandmother in Palestine went to uh, a German boarding school. Oh, oh cool. wow. So they spoke like two, three languages mm-hmm. each. Yeah. You know, they had a very like and you know, I guess they're like a pretty prominent family in Palestine too and um, so I think they've always been, they had like Christmas tree growing yeah. up. They're Muslim. Oh, cool. Everybody, I didn't know, you know that I was Muslim until like the first Ramadan when they're like, we're fasting. I'm like, What's we're that? not Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were Christian the whole time. Like my dad and his brother would make beer whenever like, um, That's Kuwait so would ban alcohol. They just made like it from scratch. Like, like scratch. <laughs> yeah. It oh was my like, God. So, so I really thought we were Christian for the longest time. That, that is, is so funny. funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think, um, you know, talking about this, it leads us into uh, a little love segment that we have Ooh. called Fifty Shades of Brown. Layla's really on board. It sounds like I poo. really forget. I forget. <laughs> right? It sounds it totally like does. poo. Well, oh thanks, man. Where <laughs> were you when we were workshopping the names? Yeah, it totally does. It's too late now. It's too late. But we actually posted we're, um, to, for people to send in their dating questions and that we were going to be talking about, like, homosexuality in the Arab world and anyway if anyone had any questions it exists it exists oh it exists just as much as anywhere I could talk about this all day I fight with my family about it all the freaking time I fight with my family so much since you guys are cousins do you have anybody in your family that's like not to out anybody on the radio but on on your podcast yeah but but you have like more than one yeah oh good 
Sorry. But <laughs> it makes me happy. But it's a tough situation. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Not openly, but yeah. Um, okay. So here is the question we got. Um, so, dear No Fly List Pod, I'm a relatively good-looking, normal, batshit crazy, but happy and healthy, educated, queer, brown, and seemingly vanilla, but secretly more wild, 33-year-old, cisgendered man. There's a lot more. I've been in a couple of relationships, one with a man lasting at least a year in 2013. Since then, it's been a dry patch. Okay, a severe drought. And I'm having trouble meeting someone I'm sexually attracted to who's also looking for a relationship. So I end up going on boring dates with guys from dating apps that I'm not attracted to and who have no spunk. No pun intended. Is that, is that like a word for cum? Spunk. Okay, thanks, Adam. Is it? Okay, I didn't get. I was like, I don't get the pun. I'm glad we have a man in the room. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) just to tell us what other words for just synonyms for cum. Thank you. Okay, it seems the ones I am attracted to are too cool for me. Even if we end up having a conversation, which ultimately doesn't end with a real life meeting. Ugh, online dating is worse sometimes. What can I do to make myself attract non-boring, attractive men who are at least as wild as I am inside, but not completely off the rails? Should I get my face pierced and a tattoo to look more hip and edgy? Yours upside down, queer brown frown. <laughs> I don't think he should change himself yeah definitely not change himself what do you think neither neither of us maybe know what it's like the way that you might but even did you do a lot of dating before you met jess i mean it was just like meeting it rarely online i might have spoken to a few guys Mm -hmm. online but i never really i went on one date with this arab guy i'll never forget and i invited one of my best friends to come with me Bashar I think his name was and he was like very attractive because I do think Arab guys are hot I really do definitely yeah um but he was just like, you know, so the, the man always has the final word and mm-hmm. I don't know what. And I'm like, oh, my he God. He was saying this, that? I promise you. I, I feel like they test you on a date to see, like, what you'll oh like. My God. Like, what they can get I away with. I test exactly. them because I was totally testing Nasa to make sure he wasn't, like, a chauvinist, like, Yeah, Nasa is so cool. Nasa is like. Wait, can you guys write out these tests well, so I can <laughs> test my boyfriend? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, but Danny is not. How do we know? Yeah, yeah. I true. haven't tested him. That's true. Yeah. But I'm saying you don't have to. Work. I mean, you know, What's men are men. Chauvinist IQ. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Just because th- they're not Arab doesn't mean they're not sexist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, obviously. Look Hello. at the White House. Look at this yeah. <laughs> Look at the that's world. That's true. Look at the world. So just so we give this person some piece of advice, yeah, like what, what is a good way to attract someone who's not vanilla? Even though you're like maybe on the outside, like you seem like you're not super adventurous. Yeah. So let's, let's break down the problem here, guys. It's not it's not just that he can't meet people. Yeah, it's he's that meeting he, boring people he's that meeting don't boring people that he's not attracted to and it sounds like he's also not finding people that are attracted to him maybe that he likes. Right. People who are adventurous yeah. but not crazy. It's like a fine that's, Yeah, that's what such about a like, specific pool. What about like a meetup or like doing something where like an adventurous activity or a group or I don't know. Well it's, that's what I was gonna say. Like go yeah. hang out at places that you find cool. Yeah. Um and you know, maybe try to focus on like cool queer hangs mm-hmm. and I think it usually happens that way. Ooh, I have a plug. There's this party, like a dance party type thing that happens in I think it's all over New York. They always have a different venue um hosted by the uh, it's called the, the. I don't know if it's an organization. I don't know what they are, but the party's called Yella Yella. Oh, I yeah. heard about that. It's so fun. The is it? I've, I've dragged Danny to it. My white <laughs> male, totally They're, hetero boyfriend. It's here in New York? It's here in New York, yeah. Okay. And they're so fun. It is, it's kind of pricey. I can't remember what the door 
was it was either like 10 or 20 dollars which is kind of crazy but then you get in there and it's like all like it, it is unlike anything wait is it a it's a queer arab event yes or just it's arab? specifically okay. a queer arab like dance party so the music oh is amazing everybody yeah. who's there is like every level of the spectrum obviously yeah. there are only a few um like I, I don't know what you would call them like a few like haram outsiders that, <laughs> no no haram police at all but a few like it's outsiders that come in and like no. you know mess up the ratio a little bit weirdly the last one I was at I like knew both of that like obviously my boyfriend who I brought and then another person that I was like really you're here who's like not Arab and just yeah. into it anyway that's um, cool yeah, it's super fun. I highly recommend it. I'm sure they're going to do, like, a Halloween-themed thing. So that would be a great place to Let's start. all go. Well, yeah. We should all go. Oh, I'm not here for Halloween, though. I don't know if it's going to be on Halloween. It's okay. usually on a Friday. Okay. I leave Thursday before Halloween. Okay. I'll listen. Let me I'll know. Find yeah. It yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, yeah. Send, I'll start like, a really want to go. Because yes. I did, uh, you remember Gary Hannon, how yeah. he has his show I at that gay show. bar. Yeah, it's so great. So I had, like, two funny, brands. Fu- funny haha queer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> at the Metropolitan Bar. That's in Williamsburg. It's such a great show. Great. And I had two brand guys come up to me, two gay brand guys after my set. And mm-hmm. they told me about Yalla Yalla. Yeah. But I tried to find it online. Yeah, yeah. And I couldn't find I think it's, anything. I, I think it's only on Instagram. Oh, mm. I mean, I guess it seemed like Layla's super private. In. I'm like, it's yeah. such a closeted it, event. Oh That's God. why we can't find it, you know. Yeah, especially. Muslims in the closet. Oh, yeah. It's pretty fun, there, there are also a lot of, like, Facebook groups. So I know people mm-hmm. are, like, paranoid. There's I a, get it. Like, there's like, another if you're Instagram not out, called, like, Art Queer Habibi. That's, like, specifically. I love them. Yeah. I got a t-shirt. Really? Yeah. yeah. I think you posted something from them. They, they're the artists that Amazing. have, like, the, like gay, the gay art. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. So, yeah. So, that, I think that's that's really good advice. Yeah. We solved the world's problems. Yeah. Or at least one person. Like, maybe. Where, where's maybe. our Nobel Yeah, and you don't have to, like, if you're adventurous and you're online dating, like, put that on your profile. Maybe you're just, like, emotionally adventurous. I don't know. It's maybe hard, you're though, not, because like, I feel like in online dating, that might lead people to believe that you're just DTF and yeah. don't want, you're not DTR. Yeah. Relationship. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It took me a minute. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Keep speaking in acronyms. From the rear. I don't know. My mind went like so dirty. <laughs> it went so dirty. Down to the <laughs> Anyway, um, we do have one more segment that we definitely should. Yeah. I want to make yeah, sure yeah. we have time for. Since your cab driver was crazy and almost oh, ran God. over people, you were texting me. Nika- a lady in a niqab. I mean, how hilarious is that? <gasps> like full niqab? Full on niqab. And it wasn't even black. It was like beige. I mean, guys, he was Whoa. 107 years old. Oh I'm going to show God. you the picture after this. You took a picture of him? Of him. Because you know how That's it is right. on the lift. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. He was so old. He was so old. And I'm not Aww. ageist. But this guy, like, really needs to double check his license because... No, I mean brutal. He oh. almost killed a woman in a beige niqab. Was she just like crossing the? She crosswalk? was crossing. He didn't even see her. Oh I my know, God. like she looks camouflaged. Well, that's I why guess. they wear <laughs> the black. Yeah. yeah. She, they should put reflectors on. Them. Oh my but God. But if Have it you was seen black, I'd like understand. That. Is there a reflector <laughs> yeah. niqab? No. <laughs> I'll send it to that's you guys. That's so great. Anyway. Uh, slash, I don't know. Racist? Anyway, so. I don't know. Okay, so this segment is called Keeping, Keeping Up with the Caucasians. That's great. Basically, uh, we have different categories of things that white people do. And then we talk about whether we as brown people also do them. So um, since you are our guest of honor, you get to choose the segment or the The category. The category. Um, So we've got food slash beverage, activities, style slash clothes, phrases or sayings, and miscellaneous. 
Oh my god, this is so hard. I love food, so let's go with food. It's a Everybody popular loves one. Food. And I did not bring my PTC strips. Oh which my we'll god. Talk about later. Okay, it's fine. Um, all right. Since uh, this is hard. Okay, or or pick whatever. No, I'm no, no, no. We're dedicated. Oh no, no. Should I pick? Yeah, you want to okay. pick one? That's a food category. <laughs> oh, these are all so funny. <laughs> what is a CSA? Community supported agriculture. Oh, we've talked about this. I've done that before. I'm gonna go with uh, brunch. Okay. Do you brunch? I do brunch. How do we feel about brunching? Don't you hate brunch, Athena? So I used to like <laughs> brunch when I f- we used to visit New York, and now I hate. How can you hate brunch? Like, okay, truly. How do I hate me. brunch? Um, because I hate the lines. I'm okay. hungry in the morning, and like if I haven't eaten, the, and then it also throws off my timing. So if I eat when I wake up, and then I'm like, oh no, but you're supposed to eat at like twelve or mm. one, it just throws off my whole routine. I think I'm the there. point though is that those people are waking up at twelve or one to go to brunch. Uh, you're obviously not partying. Yeah, actually, you know what? That's the problem. I don't think you're. I'm not even right. a morning person, but <laughs> I just hate if in the morning I just want to eat breakfast at home. Yeah. I like going out for dinner. That's more like when I'm I'm more of a night person. Mm-hmm. I'm a better person at night. Like, do you I'm eat like refreshed. small meals during the day and then like which which of the meals is your biggest meal usually like lunch or dinner what about you Iman? uh my biggest meals mm-hmm. uh probably breakfast i'm really? such a, so breakfast a breakfast person, person. Really? i love eggs I, and yeah. i love like dairy uh dairy is like my favorite <laughs> me too food i love group. cheese <laughs> i love cheese i love milk i love yogurt um i think breakfast is my favorite meal i obviously love to go out to dinner that's mm-hmm. all you know so yeah. fun um, but yeah, I think breakfast, and I love making Arabic breakfast. Yes, mm. that's Arabic my favorite. That's like my breakfast. favorite thing. Yeah. It's hands down the best. And I can't cook. I have no patience. Mm-hmm. Although my mother is such a great cook, so it's such a Aww. shame that I'm terrible. But I have no patience. I yeah. mean, I yeah. skip steps and whatever. But Arabic breakfast is pretty it's easy. An easy to thing. Just so slice good. up some stuff. Some yeah. cucumber, tomatoes, tomato. exactly. Cheese, Boiled yeah. eggs, halloumi. Yeah. Oh, yes. You're set. Ful is my favorite. Guys. See, I rather Dead. eat that at home <laughs> than like go out and wait an hour for my eggs. You're so right. I think it's the inconvenience. So it's the brunch culture that you don't yes, like. Yes, it's a brunch culture that okay. gets on my nerves. It's, it that. is annoying because it's on the weekend only. Yeah. That's number yeah. one. So it's, it's it has to be, you know, it's going to be busy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really lunch. Just yeah. call it, it brunch. <laughs> it is, is so lo- crazy. Also, I don't like day drinking. It makes you tired. and makes I you. Love, that's the only thing I like about it. I yeah. can drink for breakfast. This is great. Yeah. It makes me super tired. And then if I eat like a really big, like, uh, yeah. thing at brunch then I feel really like tired sluggish the rest of the day and then all my meals are off so I used to love it just to try like new brunch places but it's yeah definitely big culture in New York why They're do you think it's like a big same. why do we think it's a big white thing I think because white girl thing maybe I don't know mimosas no, I, I was going to say, I think because it's like photogenic. <laughs> Adam's just laughing at like me. Like it's something like grammable. Is it? Is it the mimosas, Adam? The whole thing. The yeah. whole thing. Instagrammable. It's like a way yeah. to keep partying after you party uh, last night. I don't party hard enough anymore. Yeah, you're right. Clearly. You're right. Are you the type of person that when you're hungover, you just don't want to be around people? Yeah. That Well, that, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like brunch, want- like the brunch culture is kind of like... Part of it is kind of meeting to like, like yeah, go over your. I like the late night eating. Like when I was in Montreal and everyone went out for poutine oh, yeah. at the always. end of the night, drunk. That That's fun. Poutine or shawarma, yeah, oh, always. Yeah, How about that both? I'm totally down for. Yeah. But then the next day, I'm like, let me hydrate. Let me like, I know, and I know people I like to drink the next day to get over yeah, the hungoverness. Yeah. And I'm like, no, that just makes me want to like vomit if yeah. I think about it. Interesting. Um, but I don't really like, you know, drink to the point of being hungover anymore because it's. 
too inconvenient at this age. You just don't bounce back as quickly. I yeah. don't get hangovers. That's why I drink <gasps> what? so much. What? Yeah. It goes right through me. How? I mean, I definitely yeah. get. So you tell me. I was in L.A. I went to a spa and uh, I did a facial. And the woman is like, you're so dehydrated. It makes no sense. You're so dehydrated. Do you drink enough water? I'm like, nobody drinks more water than me. I'm like constantly on fire on the inside. I get hot so easily. (laughs) Believe me. And I'm like, I haven't been drinking for over a week. It makes no sense that I'm dehydrated. And she thinks that like water goes like right through me. So Mm. I should add. I actually have that problem. The doctor told me I have to like have more way, way more salt. Yeah. This okay. Is like a real thing. Yeah. So to the trick she retain the, yeah. the yeah, water. Like I don't retain water. Yeah. She said to put to add chia seeds to your water because it absorbs nine really? times its size. So leave it and for like it half an hour in your stomach and drink it, and you're getting protein and it's healthy. What does and it taste intri- like? I love chia. Yeah. Maybe that should be on our. I don't know if that's a really good chia. Well, chia pudding. Chia is definitely Everything a white is thing. Everything is a white thing. That's a white thing for sure. I'm a nutritionist, so like I know that's super healthy. So that's why I like it, and not because is that is this a superfood that you approve of? Yeah, but I just hate the term superfood because okay, it sensationalizes enough. things yeah. that are not necessarily like the best. People just jump on the next trend. Athir hates superfood. I know. Well, Athir ha- gave me like amazing advice. I asked her about supplements not so long oh, ago, yeah. and you were like, just get your vitamins from food. Mm-hmm. Don't right. you know? Sure. Don't get it. And I think that's such a great yeah, advice. Yeah, because you also don't absorb them the same mm-hmm. way, and yeah. then that's why your your pee will be yellow because you pee out most of the vitamins. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's always fluorescent when I when yeah. I have vitamins. Fluorescent, like scary. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. can't be good. Also, the way that vitamins are regulated and supplements in this country is up, really right? here, especially really in up. America. It's you know, like in so Europe low. they have very strict rules, and there are certain Canada things. Too. And I'm sure Canada, yeah, and there are things that are completely illegal to sell um, in Europe, or they have to pass yeah. certain certifications and verifications that they do not Americans do here. Americans don't. And care. the FDA is so underfunded, and I'm just like, I don't trust most supplements. So unless you have like a deficiency in something, and you really can't get it through food, and it's not enough, then could take a supplement yeah um well, but she is great <laughs> probiotics probiotics are good oh yeah. yeah i was telling you layla take uh there's kefir water now you can actually it's oh. like so if you you're lactose intolerant mm-hmm. even though really with kefir like there's enough probiotics and live cultures like break down the, the lactose is, that's but, what they say like i'm not lactose pe- intolerant technically but i can't process dairy Mm, so it wouldn't maybe it's like casein or uh, i don't know what. yeah that's how i feel about meat that's uh really yeah you don't eat meat i can't have a big steak to You're myself not real arab i know oh my god Guys, I, love... I don't like olives <gasps> get out of here do you I like know. olive oil i do maybe we... Wait, okay does your wife like olives she does do you did you guys watch how i met your mother Yes, yeah. I remember <laughs> I that. Because my boyfriend doesn't I don't like olives, and I olive love olives. That's so funny. But in they the end, you know the punchline is, is that it's not true. Well, no, that they, the, they both like olives, yes. but he pretended not yeah. to like olives. It's that they one likes olives, and the the main couple one likes olives, one doesn't. Yeah. So they have the olive theory that like <gasps> yes, if, I'm, yeah. whatever. I don't know. It doesn't. Even oh, make sense. I used to have a mluchie and uh, I love and uh, okay. So let's test this theory out. Oh and I'm jaddara theory. Yeah. Um. So I'm jaddara is the one with lentils <laughs> yeah, yeah. and rice. And, and onions and lujia is like this soupy like almost green. like spinach green yeah. slimy thing that I love I don't I think love it's that it. slimy it could people, be paper but it could be slimy a lot of oh. people told me like they oh a lot of people don't like even Arabs like hate the texture and it. they think it's gross I mm. love it I love the taste I agree. but do you like kimjadara I do Ah, okay. So I, I like have both. a theory you uh, like one or the other. Oh, I really? like both. You like both? Yeah. I've, I've, I I guess I like I don't like mjadara that much because it's, it's so too dry. Starchy. Yeah. yeah, it's so dry. Yeah. I well, guess like that's you add I ha- some yogurt, yogurt and, and salad. So yeah. You know what? I'll eat it. Yeah. It's just not 
I would never create. We lost the producer. He's <laughs> the like, sound screw producer this. Left. He's like, what the hell is some da da da? And uh, look it up. Okay, so I know there's someone coming in right at eight. Where can we follow you? Find your work uh, on Instagram at imanifique. Uh, my website, Iman Entertainment. I'm obviously very full of myself. So everything is a play <laughs> on my love, name. We're gonna post yeah. everything in the show notes. All um, great. So um, yeah, and I'm here in New York for uh, until the end of the month oh, before I hit going? the road. Then I go to Toronto and Nunavut, which is like super north, cool. north, north, north of Canada. Okay. That's going to be my first time. I'm excited. That's so cool. London, Ontario for a show. That is yeah. so cool. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yay. Well, oh, and when does this air? Probably in a couple weeks. Yeah, probably oh, a couple weeks. of weeks. Okay. Do you have a specific date you want us to air it? Because I can do that. I do. We uh, have that power. My wife oh, and yeah. I are doing a joint show at Union Hall on October 24th. We can post about it. Yeah. yeah. So, we, yeah. So, we if you want to see us fight Oh, yeah, on the, stage, L. the L. Solomons. We'll be actually in Vegas. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to be recording a podcast in, in so Vegas. Cool. <laughs> I'm dying so to go to we're, Vegas. We're going to. Yeah. For like less than Lit- 24 hours. Literally just a night we land do the podcast. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fun. It'll, It'll be, be fun. A whirlwind. That's so fun. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna have I to want to renew my vows in, in Vegas. <laughs> I want to have like a picture with Elvis renewing Oh my vows. God, you should do it. Yeah. And we're going to do it for year five. Now it's like we're going on four. So oh, wow. half a decade. We'll nice. go to Vegas. That's awesome. You yeah. heard it here first, guys. Yeah. Stop stealing my catchphrase. <laughs> I didn't even get to say I it this I said time. it twice. God damn it. I've been trying to make that my catchphrase. But someone. I don't think you've been trying. You just yeah, I say it a lot. And our guests, including, and then you have been stealing Adam, it. Adam, how convenient. You left while we were talking about Arabic food, and oh, then no. you came b- right in. I heard uh, halloumi mentioned. Yeah, halloumi is delicious. It is well, Arabic, 100%, despite what New Yorkers tell you about what it being Israeli. And let's New not talk. Let, let's not That's start. my okay, biggest, okay, okay, right, big, right. biggest pet peeve. Oh, my God. Israeli restaurants. Yes. yes. Biggest pet Thank peeve. Thank you. Yeah. Listen, you want to be a Jewish person who owns an Arabic restaurant? Fine. Do not call, call it Israeli, Israeli food. Yeah. Do not call it Israeli food. Cultural appropriation. Big time. Erasure. Yeah. Erasure of our yes. identity. Yes. What's your, you have those tote bags that have a the hummus. hummus. Yeah. What's so my, the initial uh, joke was thank Allah for hummus. Because yes. I just feel like white people are so obsessed with uh, hummus. Yes. And it replaced oh. mayonnaise for yes. that. Yes. Um, and oh, then, we have a lot to say about hummus. Just see our Instagram. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and now, because I'm married to a Jewish woman, we did uh, a tote bag, a collaboration of thank Allah for challah. I That's saw it on Facebook. So yeah. Okay, guys, but where can they buy the tote bags if they go oh, to you? Yeah. Uh, online, I want to say. Uh, visit my wife's website. She's the, the organized and, one. Okay, JessSolomon.com. Okay. Got it. Jess Solomon, comedian. Guys, this was so fun. Thank I you. Need, thank you I need much. a part two. You will so we could talk about Israeli food. Oh, my God. And talk about Hamas and talk. Yeah, we're going to have a live totally. show. Peeps. You weren't here before. Yeah. yeah last well, one we was sold d- out. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm down. So right. December 1st, guys, it's going to be our live show at Magnet Theater. Mm-hmm. We're going to post about it. Um, you can get your tickets probably yeah. soon. We haven't posted it yet, but it's going to be I'm December 1st. I'm sorry to invite myself. I want to be No, yes. we want to. Do it. Oh, we want to have you <laughs> Listen, on for sure. Green card magician. We need you. We uh, we don't even green need Green card you. magician. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm like, is she talking about your like card oh, game? Oh, yeah. That's what I thought. I totally forgot about that, too. Also buy my card game. Head on green cards. It's so com. good. Thanks Thank so you. Let's go Gossip Girl. Bye. 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 Thanks, Adam. Next week on the No Fly List. So I replaced the words. I took this Quranic manuscript um, uh, and, and it's, a, it's a print, it's a photograph. Um, and I replaced all the words uh, of the Quran with um, 
transliterated lyrics uh, of uh, Jay-Z song Somewhere in America. Mm-hmm. So when you first look at it, it looks just, just like, like a Quranic yeah. manuscript. But when you read it, it's weird because it says yellow Lambo in the driveway, buck 35 and on the highway, Frank Sinatra, <laughs> Oma Sonos, loud as fuck I did it my way. And it ends with Somewhere in America, Miley Cyrus is still twerking. Um, Adam, this is our podcast. Oh shit, my bad. Sorry, girls. My bad. White guys ruin everything. White guys just take Take everything. everything. Yes.